Welcome to the Digman Fitness Podcast. Digman Fitness is a place where families can become injury-free and have fun with functional exercise. We want to improve quality of life by preventing pain, reducing risk of injury, and improving function at work and at play. We promise to deliver the best tools necessary to help you restore your body and revitalize your life. Revitalize your life. Revitalize your Welcome life. to this episode of the Everyday Strawman as we talk with Dr. Alex Ognabeni, a chiropractor at All About Chiropractic here in Madison on Mineral Point Road. The biggest thing that stands out, uh, as I kind of talk about Dr. Alex and talk with him uh, about all about chiropractic, is their total wellness approach. Um, he'll talk about their eight weeks of wellness program, uh, which we'll talk about shortly. I'm also joined with member Shane Cicero as he talks about his experience with his first strawman contest that took place on May 20th down in Stoughton. Also, one quick note, listen all the way through the end of this podcast for your chance for a coupon for our 2017 Summer Fitness Challenge. Our fitness challenge will cover fun exercises each day throughout the last week of June. So sign up and more information at DignaFitness.com under Fun Fitness Challenge. Dr. Alex, Shane, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Welcome to the Digman Fitness Podcast. All right. What's going on today, guys? What's new? Not much, man. Not much. Uh... Just happy to do this. First podcast ever, so that's Ooh, awesome. Ooh, we excited. got a newbie. Look at that. Breaking, <laughs> breaking I'm nervous. in on the podcast. A little nervous here. Alex, well, it's uh, there's nothing to be afraid of. I will uh, tell you it's a, it's a pretty th- easy thing. If you've ever had a job interview that's been very intense, All right. that's exactly what this is. I think so. I can do this. <laughs> Staring straight in the eyes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so uh, we'll kind of dive in with sure. what you got going on with your business. Maybe uh, kind of start way back in the day, how you got started with yeah, chiropractic. Yeah, start at the beginning. Um, so my grandfather was a chiropractor. Um, so he was the only other one in my family. Um, we skipped a generation and, and uh, just went to me. Um, now, I never I never remembered him as a chiropractor. Um, he passed away when I was about seven or eight. But uh, it's always been an important part of my family. Um, so as far as my journey into chiropractic, you know, kind of decided at a young age. Um, admittedly, I didn't really uh, understand what chiropractic really was and what it meant. You know, I knew, you know, back pain, neck pain, headaches and that. Um, But uh, it's not something that I experienced until I actually got to chiropractic school when I figured out, you know, what the true meaning and and true value of chiropractic is. Um, And that's that's what I try to bring to all my patients every day. Awesome. So it's a it's kind of an enjoyable experience. You get to be around. I mean, you have an athletic background, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just before this podcast about how you train and some of your interests there. too. Yeah, sure. So, you know, just high school. High school athlete, um, football, wrestling, uh, played a little golf. Um, but, uh, but yeah, now currently, you know, exercise is, is a huge part. Um, you know, I CrossFit, Olympic weightlift. Um, definitely a big part of my weekly and, you know, daily routine is, is getting in there and getting my body active. Um, I know the benefits of it, and I, and I like it. It's fun. So Awesome. So what are some things that, uh, maybe some favorite things that you guys go through and maybe what makes All About Chiropractic special? Yeah, yeah. Well, like you said, we really um, try to take that, that total wellness approach. Um, our office is very unique in that, um, you know, a lot of people think of a chiropractic office. They'll go to maybe sit in a waiting room, grab a magazine, you know, get called up, go get adjusted, and then leave. Um, ours is very different than that. Um, so obviously we do the adjustments and the, tradi- the traditional chiropractic stuff, but, um, you know, we also do a lot with nutrition and supplementation. Um, we have a, a fitness area at our, our office as well where we do f- um, personalized training, um, functional fitness, very similar to what you guys do here. Um, got a massage therapist, um, and we also do mindfulness and meditation coaching. Oh, cool. um, and that's all, all part of uh, Eight Weeks to Wellness, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, we really try to take that total body approach, whatever the individual needs. Um, we try to give them something, something that fits all those needs. So Awesome. So yeah. what, are, what are some of your average age or who, uh, what are some symptoms, I guess you could say, that when people come in or... Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, great question. Um, so we definitely have a family practice. Um, you know, we see a ton of kids. Um, we see a lot of people in their 70s and 80s as well. So a really, really broad range. Um, I mean, I think my youngest adjustment was eight days old. Wow. Um, yep, she was just born. I'd been taking care of her mother um, before, during, and after the pregnancy. And she was like, hey, do you want to, you know, check out my daughter now? So I was like, of course, I'd love to. Um, and then I think my oldest is in her late 80s, I think. So, wow. you know, it really spans... Um, the whole whole lifespan. Anybody with a spine deserves to get it checked and, and treated if necessary. So um, that everybody, that philosophy of everybody with a spine needs an adjustment. For sure. What's the, I guess, the biggest target market or people that you really want to push to be like, hey, make sure you get an adjustment in 
you know, at this age or at this whatever level. Yeah, what yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think I think the target for us is um, getting people to understand that we do a lot more than just, you know, low back pain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's obviously what chiropractic is most known for is treating symptoms, and we're very good at that. Um, but when people really understand that, um, you know, when you get adjusted, your nervous system works better. Like that's just the, the case. And um, and when your nervous system works better, your body's healthier. You know, there's there's just no question about that. Um, so we really try to try to focus our patients on to, you know, this is a lot more than just getting at you out of your pain. It's about letting you live to your full potential because we can get you out of your pain pretty quickly. Um, but if your spine isn't as correct as it should be and your nervous system isn't working at 100%, um, you're not as healthy as you could be if it was. So, so it's a big education thing for you guys to go oh, out, almost like a gym owner like me and say, hey, you know, these are some things I can help you with if you have these symptoms. Sure. Or you can be like, hey, if you don't have these symptoms, great. Let's do these things in addition yep. to what you're doing now so you don't get those, right? Definitely. To yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm sure when you get a new client, they have fitness goals. You know, a lot of times when when a new patient comes to our office, they have health goals. You know, they want to they want to get rid of a symptom or they want to maybe lose some weight. Um and we can help them with that, but then you know there's always more. You know, once we reach that, we we reach that goal. What's the next step? You know, right. um, and that's a fun journey because everybody's a little bit different, and uh, you got to take one person individually, um, and, and really uh, you know make make sure that you're addressing each individual's needs. You know, as they come. Sure, I'm sure that's a challenge. I mean, nowadays we're like. Even when I was younger, 10, 12 years old, I had my first adjustment. It was like a low back problem. Mm-hmm. And that's the picture yeah. or the visual deal that you get out of most people. It's like, hey, I'm hurt. I'm broken. I need to go to a chiropractor. For sure. But now it's changing and shifting. Now we're like, hey, before we say that, we yeah. should say, if you're healthy, great. Let's come in and yeah. Yeah, we have, yeah, and th- and that's an awesome part about our practice too, is because we do get a lot of people that just want to come in and and stay healthy. You know, they don't come in with symptoms; they come in because they know it's good for them, and those are patients that we love to have. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a really cool, rewarding thing when people start to understand. Hey, you know, I, I should keep doing this, shouldn't I? And we're like, yeah, you, you probably should. You're going to keep brushing your teeth, right? You're going to keep yeah. eating your vegetables, right? It's just <laughs> it's just one of those yeah. parts of you know overall health that we think everybody deserves, um, and it, it can do just a lot more for you than. Uh, just just fixing symptoms. So okay, yeah. I was going to ask too. It um, wasn't on a list of things to ask you, but what are some things you guys do as a practice to to get out in the community and kind of spread the word of yeah. it, like lunch and learns? And oh yeah, like for that. sure. Yeah, yeah. We love getting out and and talking about health. Um, so we're part of a, a larger organization called Wellness Champions, mm-hmm. um, which is comprised of chiropractors really across the country. Um, and basically, the the mission of that is to get out in the community and spread the message of health and wellness. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll talk to two people at a, at a lunch break or we'll talk to, a, you know, an audience of 50 to 100 um, at a big staff meeting or something like that. And, um, you know, the, the talks can be as quick as 10 minutes. They can be as long as an hour. Usually we provide lunch, too. So that's always a, oh, good, nice. a good benefit. Um, you know, it's, a, it's definitely a good way to, to get our name out. But again, just get people thinking forward about their health. Get them thinking a little bit proactively instead of reactively. You know, think what what can I do today to prevent a problem tomorrow? So That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. And when you have those, that organization that kind of helps obviously advertise that for you and put you in the right yeah, position. Yeah, yeah, and it sounds cool. guys wellness champions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. That's yeah. all. I didn't really know about that. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's a yeah. cool thing to have for yeah. chiropractors. Yeah, we try to do, um, you know, at least one in-office talk per month, um, either in-office or we'll do it at a, at a little restaurant or something and provide food. Um, and those are, you know, mostly for our patients, um, but also everybody's, of course, in, invited to bring guests. Okay, um, gotcha. And then we're always constantly looking for you know, businesses, small businesses or something that are, if they're having a wellness week or if they're having um, any type of event like that, um, we'll, you know, look for introductions there and, and come in and do a couple of presentations for them. So that's, all, that's great. Yeah. Maybe uh, getting into logistics of your programs now, transition into the sure. eight weeks of wellness. What yeah. is the eight weeks of wellness? Yeah. So eight weeks to wellness is, um, that's the culmination really of everything that we do in our office in a structured format that's very easy for the patients to follow. Okay, so um, it all starts with the wellness score. So that's the tool that we use to grade everybody's overall health. It's like the initial assessment. Um, Most eight weeks to wellness um, patients do start with blood work as well. So we do a really detailed blood work analysis, um, you know, looking at uh, both lipid markers, so things like cholesterol and and triglycerides, and then um, also inflammation markers, um, things that really are going to set people up for for bad things down the road. Um, 
but then as well, it's, it's a lot of chiropractic stuff too. So, you know, if we decide to take x-rays, we'll throw that in as well. Uh, most people get a functional, functional movement screen, probably similar to something that you guys do here, mm -hmm. um, just to see how the body's moving and how the joints are working uh, and muscles are functioning together. Uh, and then, you know, we'll do our, our vital signs, body composition analysis, all that, all that awesome information stuff. that we get. Yeah. <laughs> it goes into, uh, goes into that wellness score. It comes out, you know, you got your greens, your goods, your yellows are caution. And then the reds are the areas we need to work on. Um, and then, and then, you know, if the people decide to, the patient decides to do, commit to the program, you know, it's, uh, it's meant to be a lifestyle changing program. Um, mm -hmm. So again, obviously, chiropractic adjustments is the foundation. Um, so uh, traditionally, people get two adjustments a week, sometimes more, sometimes less, just as they need. Um, and then the nutrition counseling is probably the most important piece outside of the adjustment that we can help um, each person with. And that's, um, you know, really individualized based on needs and you know maybe allergies or sensitivities um but it's also we try to keep it simple enough that you know anybody can follow so we mm -hmm. don't tell you what to eat we tell you how to eat mm -hmm. um and then in the functional training part um so they'll get you know two to three um, personal training sessions per week um and then encouraged to do another two or three sessions on their own um and that's you know it's again high intensity the interval type of training um and with a good mix of you know flexibility cardio and, and resistance muscle training as well mm -hmm. um one massage a week uh, massages it's definitely a luxury yeah, a, but it's a, a nice package yeah, there. It's, it's a luxury <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, yeah. it's a very very uh, important piece too you know as we're working with um with the spine and with the body and you got all these muscle adhesions that you know will respond to an adjustment, but they need something more. Um, getting in there with our massage therapist Alita, she can really work that stuff out. Um, and then the last piece, um, kind of the cornerstone, is that meditation mindfulness um, aspect. So we'll we'll coach our, our patients and individuals on how to you know just take as as short a time as ten minutes a day and just kind of sit and relax and just clear your mind of all the garbage that um, you know we see every day and we think about. Um, and really, that's one of the, the coolest parts about the program is, you know, letting people kind of take control. We're there to guide you and to be, make you accountable. But most of the stuff that we do in the office is, is chiropractic and then the personal training. And then you're on your own to figure out the rest of it. You know, you're, it's up to you to make this program work. We're going to be here for you. But uh, it's it's supposed to be setting you up for a lifestyle. It's your it's your life. You got to exactly commit to most of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and we have we have some patients that have just done, you know, awesome. Awesome. So. It's not meant to be a, a weight loss program. Most people who need eight weeks to wellness do need to lose weight, so they will. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's not meant to be that. Um, they'll improve in areas that the, they need yeah, improvement the most. Yeah, they'll just get overall healthier. So that's awesome. So you yeah. talked about all these things. Uh, how many guys do you have in office? And you obviously you have yeah. a couple of chiropractors, yeah, a couple yeah. of trainers, a couple of massage therapists, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, so the office the office owners are Kyle and Bailey Nye. Um, they're husband and wife. Uh, Bailey's actually um, expecting their third child right now, so um, she's taking a little bit of a step back. So it's me and Kyle doing most of the adjustments um, and taking care of most of the patients. And then we do have two personal trainers, uh, Tom and Seth. Tom's in the morning, Seth's in the evenings. Um, one massage therapist, Alita. Um, and then Bailey actually does um, most of the nutrition. She does um, pretty much all of all of the nutrition recommendations and, and looking over things like that. So... Um, Wow. Uh, yeah, so it's really, it's definitely a team effort. It's really a team effort. And then, uh, of course, our awesome staff. We got um, Wes and Liz and Alyssa. Alyssa's brand new. Um, she's doing awesome. Uh, it really is a, is a fun, fun group of, of people to work with and, and definitely all, all dedicated to, you know, making people healthier. That's great. That's a huge, that's a total package. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. In the last, how many months I've known you, I never heard of any other business. I mean, you hear or see, you know, occasionally where a chiropractic office might have a massage therapist in there or sure. a Pilates instructor, but they're independent contractors. Yeah, they're kind of yeah. up to the client of the the adjuster to mm -hmm. decide what they want to do. I mean, you have these avenues or recommendations, but it's sure. not like, hey, you sign up for this eight weeks of wellness and this is what you get. Right, right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely something that is unique to us. Um, uh, sets us apart for sure, um, gives us our identity. But uh, but Eight Weeks to Wellness is really a successful program throughout the country. Um, there's over 80 offices that use the program. There's about a dozen or so in Europe as well. Um, so you know, as we look at at uh, you know healthcare, the state of healthcare in America, what what our healthcare system is best at is um, dealing with crisis. So, you know, if I break my leg, there's no better place for me to be than an American hospital, right? Yeah. If my appendix bursts. 
that uh, I want to go to an emergency room right now, you know. But what they don't have a good answer for is treating chronic disease, and we know chronic disease is what's killing most people. So it's your heart disease, number one, you got your cancer, your obesity-related um, diabetes-related diseases. Yeah, So dangerous um, stuff. Yeah, and that's, and, and you know, when it comes down to that, our healthcare system, um, they just don't have an answer for it because it's lifestyle-related problems, and there's no way to, you know, medicate yourself out of a, a, a behavioral problem, you know. Um, so you can you can take the statins to lower your cholesterol, but why was it high in the first place? It's mm -hmm. your lifestyle for the most part. You dig so. deeper and you find a cause. I mean, for sure, yeah. The underlying things first. And yeah, yeah, and that's um, yeah, that's definitely a, a, a overall theme of chiropractic is address the problem at its cause. You know, um, yeah, it's, it'd be very easy for somebody to take an oxycontin every day and not have low back pain. But the oxycontin side effects. <laughs> yeah, it, the side effects is one. Yeah, and then, um, but what what is it doing? Is really just putting uh, putting a um, you know just a cover up on the underlying cause. It's not allowing your we'll body to feel it. Yeah, exactly. Um, we always make the analogy: if your check engine light comes on, you know you got two options. You can either go get it checked out and see what's wrong, or you can put a piece of duct tape over that check engine light. You won't see it anymore. Which one's better? That's kind of self I have a check engine light right now in option my car. Two always, <laughs> always, two, yeah. always better. I have and a little, it, little check engine light in my car right now. I and it might last it. for so long, but you know uh, eventually that that problem's going to wear you out. So right. that's awesome. That's, that's yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. We, we talked about uh, briefly the, the the people you work with, you know, the extreme ages and, uh, mm -hmm. and the abilities. But uh, what are some things that you enjoy most with your job? Is it the inaction oh, with clients, sure. or is it like the the educational part that you take aside you know what are some things you do with like as far as your education and uh, whether it be we talked a little bit about podcasts and stuff before yeah. the before the actual podcast here yeah. yeah so you know my the best part of my day is definitely the patient interactions um you know it's a chiropractic is a very unique uh, healthcare model in that you know we see our patients multiple times a month if not multiple times a week you know it's not like you go to a dentist and you see them six months later um, you know, we really get to know these people and we get to know about their lives and their families and what their hobbies are and what they enjoy to do and what they don't like. Um, and it really becomes a really personal relationship while you're improving their health. So um, that's awesome. And then, you know, as far as, you know, my favorite part about actually treating an individual is that we, we get immediate results. You know, the, the, the healing starts as soon as, as those bones start to move, you know. Um, it's it's just something that happens right away. The person gets off the table and they feel the effects of the adjustment. Um, it's not like they have to you know drive away and wait thirty minutes to the, the to the action starts. You know they feel it right mm -hmm. away and and you can tell when somebody's hurting and then they're not anymore. How much you know happier they are and, and what uh, changes it does to um, you know just their emotional life and, and just their overall well being. Um, and I get to see that right in front of me. So. That's definitely the most rewarding part for sure. And it's like I, all I did was use my hands, you know. So. It is rewarding where you can yeah. kind of uh, be a huge part of somebody's life and yeah. make that much of an impact and really find, like, what the underlying cause is. You know, yeah. It's kind of yeah. a huge part of your business where you really know what the issue is. You know, you're not just right. training somebody. You're not just adjusting somebody. You're not right. just a uh, massage therapist or you're not just a... You know, some kind of a consultant or yeah. psychologist. You're like all of those in a yeah, one. I know. You can yeah, I really oh, Help man. somebody. Yep, I've I've had plenty of days where I've been all of the above, man. <laughs> yep, you just never know what's going to happen when you know that person walks in the room. They could have any sort of thing going on, um, and you got to figure out how what what best you can do for that person at that time, uh, in that moment. And, and that's that's really cool. And then you know you go from one room to the next, and you got a completely different individual with completely different problems. Or maybe they're you know super happy that day because they're not in any pain anymore. Uh, or maybe one day, you know, they're just down in the dumps and you got to figure out, you know, what's going on. How can I help them? Sometimes, you know, the best thing I could do for somebody is give them a hug and just talk to them for a few minutes. You know, right. um, and we'll get to the adjustment later. But let's really figure out what the problem is. That's so, awesome. Yeah. This is really, uh, I mean, it's cool to have a scalable business like that where you can. Yeah, yeah for sure. Have somebody get better. I mean, whether it be faster, mm -hmm. you know, it's still a good amount of time. But mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. cool. That's cool stuff. Yeah. So what's the uh, what's the future look like for Dr. Alex here? What are some of the goals and some of the business things that you're looking ahead on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, really exciting time for me right now. Um, yeah, I've been with Kyle and Bailey for over a year now, um, and they're part of a larger organization. We're part of a larger organization called Big Fish, um, and basically it's a it's a training coaching program. Um, so I'm I'm an employee. I'm their associate right now, but at the same time, they're they're coaching me on business and how to run a practice and the ins and outs of dealing with staff and insurance and all the things that we don't learn about in chiropractic school. Um, 
Yeah, yeah they, they teach us how to be great doctors. They don't tell us anything about, you know, filing taxes or running a business. So that stuff you uh, jump oh, in. Oh, you just yeah. automatically know that. Yeah, Come right, on. right. That stuff's easy, water. right? Yeah. Anybody can do that. Um, so, yeah, I'm in this coaching program, and then, um, you know, not not trying to put a, a set timeline out there, but, you know, hopefully pretty soon um, we'll be looking for a practice to purchase together. So, uh, and that'll be for me to run. So, um, you know, I think uh, my heart is set on going back to my hometown um, and treating the people that I love there. Um, so we're starting to look into into some availabilities and things there. Um, and, you know, that'll be, that'll be again, my, my practice to build and run, and um, they'll be there to support me and help me, uh, but eventually it will be my own. So Yeah, so back home in New York. In New York, right, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Jamestown. Yeah. Balkanet. Nice. Yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> Upstate snow country, man. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin was a nice little trans- easy transition. For oh, you. yeah, yeah, super easy. It gets colder here, but we get way more snow back home. Oh, yeah, so. you get that lake effect. Lake effect, yeah. Wonderful You can surprises. count on it every year, every year. Never miss. <laughs> nice. No. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, that's awesome. That's uh, great to have you in here and uh, talk a little bit about chiropractic. Is yeah. there any, what are uh, your closing, your best, uh, maybe a quote or kind of a remark for some people listening that they would kind of pick up on? Uh, man, uh, I don't know if I have a quote right off the top of my <laughs> head, but, um, you know, my remark to, to anybody listening who maybe hasn't tried chiropractic or um, is a little bit skeptical to try it because, you know, we're kind of one of those alternative medicine um, types. But, you know, just just to give it a shot, just, you know, if you're dealing with a problem, um, just just try it. You know, if you don't like it and it's not working for you, um, then try to find something else. But, um, you know, like I said, there's there's a huge, huge divide between what our, our you know traditional healthcare system can provide and what people need. Um, and we fill some of those gaps uh, and we're very good at what we do. So, um, you know, if anybody is just considering it or, or putting something off or dealing with a nagging thing that they don't have to um, maybe deal with anymore, just give it a shot. And, uh, you know, hopefully somebody like me will be able to help you. It's going to be hard not to improve on some of the things you talked about with that program. That sounds yeah, pretty thorough. Yeah, yeah, And not right. all of our patients do eight weeks to wellness. You know, um, actually only a few of them do. Um, you know, traditionally, most of our patients just get the chiropractic care. The eight weeks of wellness is kind of the added bonus that our, our office has to give. I was so. going to maybe ask you, too. Maybe it's a good question. How yeah. how much of that is covered by people's insurance then? How does that work then? Yeah, tough tough question to, ask, uh, to answer. Um, you know, insurance is only going to cover usually the chiropractic part. Um, mm-hmm. So... And everybody's plan is a little bit different. Everybody has different coverages. Um, so it's something that, that we would look for um, or take care of in our office. Um, traditionally, on the first visit, um, we'll ask for a copy of their insurance card. We'll do all the, all the um, research and see their benefits and explain to each individual what their individual coverage would be. Um, but as far as eight weeks to wellness goes, you know, um, it's unfortunate that you know, insurance doesn't pay for things like massage and nutrition and, and keeping your body healthy and preventative care. Maybe someday. Uh, maybe someday. Hopefully that'd someday. Cool. Yeah, that'd be yeah, awesome. Um, but you know, right now they uh, unfortunately just don't see don't see that need. Where is where is the credit union of health insurance agencies? Right? <laughs> I mean, I feel like the credit union came and you know kind of changed up banking a bit, you know, yeah. and gave it back to the members. You know, know now right? we just need you know a a health insurance right, you know right. company that's you know about the members and For willing sure. to give back to yeah. the members. I think it would be give smart the people enough. what they want. You <laughs> yeah. know? I think it would be smart enough to say that. I mean, for us in this field, it seems yeah. smart. We're like, hey, you put. Some of that deductible per month towards your your eight weeks to wellness sure. or, your or your gym your membership, gym membership yeah. or something that is more of a smaller box. Not I mean, necessarily like the thirty dollar membership. You know that stuff is great, but the the total package stuff too. Right. right. Well, and I think there are you know I think you know more and more uh, insurance providers are um, learning and seeing that there are values to having healthier. Uh, people, you know, that they're insuring because yeah, then right. those rates go down or the expenses of paying for, you know, uh, surgeries and, you know, whatever other, um, you know, incidentals, you know, that may occur. Yeah, for sure. Know. That's something that we hear all the time, you know, like um, organic food is too expensive, you know. Sure. Um, but if you, you know, you look at the difference between your organic food and your, your regular food, your, um, and then you look at, you know, what you're potentially saving in medical bills down the road. You know, mm-hmm. it's very easy to see what it costs today. But, um, you know, if you really look at, at what, you know, a, a chronic diseased person will, will spend a year, um, you know, it's, it's $10,000 on average. Um, and that's, you know, somebody with diabetes, Oof. somebody with heart disease. And that's, oh, wow. that's millions of people, millions and millions of people in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you look at, you know, kids getting type 2 diabetes at, at 10 years old. 
and they're going to have it for the rest of their life because they're not willing to change the lifestyle. And right. modern healthcare doesn't have a, a, an answer to change. Um, and so that's just a that's just a huge expense down the road when it could have been taken care of in the first place. So yeah, pay the farmer now instead of the doctor. Exactly. Later, right? Yeah, yeah. Big there time. You go. Big time. Yep, for sure. For sure. I heard that so. quote. Kind of stuck with me. It makes Quite, sense. I feel like that's a quote you grew up with. <laughs> no, it was. I heard it from uh, actually a nutritionist in town. Uh, okay. That's kind of the thing he lives by. Is like he wants to budget a lot of his money, yeah. you know, in with food. I love it. I mean, I mean, he has the necessary things like his movement is big during the day, and then his nutrition, and then stress reduction, and then his career is kind of mixed in there too. But yeah. like. Yeah, he wants to pay the farmer now instead right. of the doctor later. Yeah. You ever heard this one? An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Right. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> kinda, you know, <laughs> we can still uh, use that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So uh, just yeah. wash the apple first, please. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, so yeah, you know that's really the the underlying theme of um, you know health in our office is you know do something today and, and make healthy choices today um, that are really going to benefit you in the long run tomorrow. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome guys. Boom. Cool. We got it. Love it. Thanks guys. <laughs> Thanks again to Dr. Alex Ogdebeni for joining us at the Everyday Strongman Podcast. We certainly had learned a lot of things about his business and uh, what he does with Eight Weeks to Wellness, which is huge for accountability and uh, helping people get better. I mean, it's a it's a great program, which it sounds like, that you can help anybody get better very quickly. I mean, the, the things that they provide at their office sounds to, I mean, it's a whole total package, so it's pretty cool stuff. It's a whole cool workup. Stuff. Yeah, that was actually really impressive. I was uh, quite surprised um, by that. I mean, obviously, when you hear chiropractic, you're automatically thinking like, oh, you just go in, get adjusted, go home. No, they got a whole wellness package, which is uh, pretty impressive. Yep, that's awesome. So moving into uh, our transition here about the the strongman, the centimai, centimai strongman, how'd it go? Uh, Well, you know, I mean, I guess uh, from the numbers, I feel for the novice and uh, being in the novice group and 17 competitors uh, finishing, or I should say tying for 13th place with uh, our very own Marco Martinez. Um, So I think the number is sticking in my head for some reason uh, because I think I want to be closer up towards that 10 and under that 10 range. Um, So that's kind of weighing on me kind of heavily, but overall, um, I think it was a great contest, uh, aside from the weather. And I think I did very well. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, I, like I told you guys earlier, it was the competition for a novice level or a novice group was the most I've seen in any contest. Well, yeah. it was the most, you know, and I, I, I think I was being, being a little bit blind. Uh, there's a little bit of blind confidence in there because I was thinking to myself that, uh, for some reason I was going to likely be, uh, the heaviest or the biggest in in that, but uh, clearly was I was proven yeah. proven wrong. There were there was a moment where, uh, and I, I will speak for Marco on this as well, that we both kind of looked at each other and were like, "That dude shouldn't be here." <laughs> like clearly he should be in a super heavyweight. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. And there's you know. the other end of it too, where those guys that like Marco and Brett, the guys that we train with, are yeah. the other end of the spectrum where they really put up the Dukes and battled with big guys. Yeah. Well, and, you know, to kind of say, you know, I mean, we had some younger guys in there and, you know, especially, yes, like Marco, uh, you know, I was talking uh, to him after the contest and uh, because he and I tied and I said, you know, I'm like, here's the reality, right? He's like, he's like, wow, I think it's really cool that we tied. And I'm like, yeah, it is really cool that we tied. Uh, But I'm like, if you take into effect i would say great we're both equally strong that's cool uh but if you take into account our size right i am uh almost i guess i would say uh close to 100 pounds or 80 pounds more than him yeah. you know so for that he is much stronger you know pound so for pound, for yeah. pound for pound he is much stronger than i am you know if you want to look at it that way right and so of course then he was like yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. He was fishing guy. I don't. Yeah, I think he was actually fishing for some compliments, and I, I think, um, and I fell for it. But uh, no, it was. I think it was a great contest. I think uh, it was well run, well managed. Um, you know, I, I think given the weather, um, you know, they did very well with kind of coming up with other things uh, to kind of uh, replace, uh, which. 
you know, from the standpoint of having trained and, and prepped for certain contests, you know, it, it kind of put a unique spin on things. So, yeah. um, but I think overall, um, they were great supplemental um, contests that worked just well, just fine. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, so I guess coming from my end where, um, you know, being in the novice, I, I think realistically it was just about setting that baseline and kind of, you know, one saying that I did it and then being able to kind of um, know what to expect and kind of, um, you know, where I could go from there, you know. And I think, um, you know, I, I recorded everything and uh, being able to kind of look back at it after, um, there's a lot of stuff that you can kind of see and tell from that. Like, yeah, you know, which it's like is watching game film and you can see like yeah. how you you walked in a, in a you know in the in the yoke or yeah how you pressed and how you lifted a stone you can see from a different angle that you don't normally see when you're training right yeah yeah like perfect example right i mean it, if we want to kind of talk about highlights i mean i would say uh the best the two best things uh that i would say is uh, so in the gym had never lifted over a 200 uh and 5 pound stone so the fact that at the contest I, you know, hiked up that 220 was fantastic. You yeah. know, I think uh, looking at the tape on the 240, which was the last stone, which I didn't get up, um, I clearly noticed that where I felt like my legs were in line and where they were close, like they should be, where, like they were on all the other lifts, they were not yeah. on uh, on the final stone, which I think likely... Um, kept me from kind of lifting that because I was definitely feeling uh, pretty pumped. Yeah, oh <laughs> and, yeah. You just want to grab it. And, and I go just want to grab done with it. Yes. So, Get a good time, right? But, you know, while we're talking, you know, so, okay, so that's one. And then the second, you know, so in the gym, you know, we practiced with a 175 log. And the most that I had done in the gym uh, was about seven reps uh, with the log. So at the contest, you know, while it was a 140 or 150. Yeah, yep. Um, you know, I repped it 14 times. So uh, I think that was huge. And then, you know, the improvement in that was that, you know, I noticed that going through that, which that was like the one event we didn't record. And I think I was nervous about the rain, so I didn't have the camera out yet. But um, looking at the pictures that I saw and kind of thinking through it, I realized that I was just doing all shoulders. So I got 10 reps in doing all shoulders and then I was like, duh, I should be using my hips. <laughs> you fatigue, yep, right? you got to see that. So, you know, had I, you know, I, I'd like to believe I probably could have gotten another three or four, you know, mm -hmm. in there in that time, you know, had I been using the proper technique that we had been practicing in the gym. So. Right, yeah, that's, that's what something experience will tell you too when you go to a contest and you see it and you feel it and you kind of go back to like, okay, we train this way. Mm -hmm. should you know obviously use your legs when you're pressing and those things that make a difference when it's all just kind of just like when you study playbooks in football and in basketball you just go and right. just do it and have fun I mean, that stuff will get more ingrained in you as as experience comes in too right well you know and i think that's the other thing too is you know to keep in mind is that you know you want to um the training is is about getting the muscle memory and just sort of making like the think go away so you when you get to the contest you just know what you got to do. Your body knows what it has to do, and it does it. You know, and it, it takes that one extra pressure off. And and I think I noticed uh, for like perfect example the uh, the Conan's wheel. Mentally thought about that contest. Mentally was excited about that contest. Liked and felt like really good about it. And then when I did it. Um, you know, I got thrown off because as I approached uh, the wheel, I, I was asked if I wanted it adjusted. And I, I sort of like blanked on where where it was supposed to be. Yeah. And it was already adjusted to where put it, it higher needed. instead of lower. Right. Yeah. And I and actually I should have I should have just left it because when we practiced it, like that was that was the height. And the other thing was, you know, we did the berserker carries uh, to kind of replicate that here in the gym. And in doing that, where, um, you know, in the contest, you know, the barbell is, I guess, 
uh, pretty large. You know, it's like a four four inch diameter. You know, and we were carrying a barbell around here. Two, two, you know, two and a half, yeah. You know, so the um, you know, so what I was what I was thinking about is even in that that sat lower. So like we were we were always training with it lower, so my arms were locked in a lower position and kind of prepared for that weight at a lower locked position. So what I did was I you know I said yeah let's lower it, thinking that by being higher it would give me more room to let my arms kind of sink down or whatever. Yeah. And that wasn't the case. That was my and problem was, the first time I did it too. Yeah. So <coughs> I, I had it too low. Yeah. So having it low was, um, and that was a huge thing. And it showed because I, I literally made two revolutions and just dropped it. I mean, there was, it was like, okay, this is not going further, but on the video, I can even see that it was, that I, I see that the height was still there. So like, it was also a mental. So it was like I had, uh, at so, like I didn't like where it was, where it was sitting and how I was carrying it. And so mentally, I think I also kind of gave, gave up in that where my muscles were like fatiguing. So I don't know. So I mean, it, it, it's interesting. And, and I think that, um, you know, so I, I mean, I guess I'm giving you some real solid like the points and thoughts of, you know, where, where I thought I was with yeah. with this. So, but let's talk about you for a moment because you you rocked the house. Like, I mean, first of all, I think we all kind of we agreed that each of us sort of had a rough event, you know, but I think it's how you do overall, which is proof in the pudding because uh you you took home number 1. Let's hear about that. Numero uno. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. Uh, I've been competing, I, I shouldn't say like consistently for the last 10 years, but my first contest was when I was 20. Uh, it was like a, uh, it was a huge eye opener. It was actually a pro am contest. I didn't know at the point where what I was getting myself into. It at the time I was training on the farm mm-hmm. with uh, landscape rocks. There were natural stones. They actually yeah. call them natural stones. They actually have them in some contests. But we didn't have any atlas stones. Didn't have a log. I just trained gym work. You know, like some of the guys that were in the novice too. Uh, just kind of went in there blind, and and at the contest, I would be, I would just kind of just mentally taking notes. So it was kind of embarrassing, like I didn't want to tell people this is my first right. contest. I haven't lifted a stone before, but just kid taking mental notes and really right. good at like, you know, replicating and watching somebody and trying to you know replicate it. So I did you did okay the first contest, but then after that, I got to an idea of where to, you know, where to go from there and what to work on and stuff. And just like you, right. the first contest was really big, you know, eye opener. It was really motivating. Yeah. At the same time, you can see what you can you improve on so much and this is the, the actual first time i believe i got first in a contest it was really i mean competition wise and the weight wise was a little bit lighter uh, of other contests i've done but still um it's still you know it's cool i mean you get i got a couple firsts in college and track and field and you know high school when you throw in and you know football right. and stuff like that but this is but for it's exciting strong, man yeah, yeah. So you've been so, living on so all week you've been living on a high already, huh? Living like, on before that, yeah, living on second and third place pretty much. <laughs> I got you. Well, you know. Well, so uh which by the way, I, I know we're doing the podcast here. Um while we were doing the Facebook Live, uh Tim, uh who runs uh the Setnamai uh Strongman Viking Games. Mm-hmm. That's such a long title. Um, but uh he he was questioning why you were not wearing the shirt because you are uh, the division champion, so he felt that you should be uh, wearing your uh, Viking Strong shirt like this entire week. Oh yeah, should be right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did he, oh, he did comment on the yeah, video. Yeah, right. So he saw the video, our our Facebook Live <laughs> nice. that we were doing, and uh, yeah, so he was. Uh, so immediately, the first comment was, uh, "Why are you not uh, wearing?" <laughs> I should have been wearing all week, like yeah. the shirt and tie, right? Yeah, I did yes. wear it on a, a wife and I's date. Yeah, uh, we went out uh, this last weekend, and I, I slapped that baby on on Sunday, and we went out for a little walk, and that was fun. But uh, given the uh, the Everyday Strawman podcast, I felt it was kind of necessary to wear the uh, Everyday Strawman T-shirt. I so it was kind of a it was a, it was a toss up, but yeah, it was. I mean, I wore this and washed it already from the contest, but uh, yeah. yeah, it was kind of a toss up. You know, you got to wear the championship shirt, shirt, or you wear the the podcast shirt. I so rocked both of my shirts right away. Obviously, uh, the Everyday Strongman wore it in competition. That went. Uh, that was. It's pretty wet and soaked, like through, uh, you know. I'd, I'd like to believe it was from some sweat and straining, but uh, I'm sure it was also from the raining. But yeah, it was a- um, I, yes, I I proudly wore uh, my strongman uh, t-shirt 
uh, all day Sunday. Oh yeah. Uh, went to went to breakfast in Stoughton and uh, went to the local uh, sugar and spice diner. Oh nice. And um, plug had a, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. You're gonna have to. They're, yeah, they're gonna have to pay us for that one. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So either that or a stack of pancakes will make it work. Um, Ooh, at the uh, what's that? The coffee cup. I've been there a few times too. Actually, yeah. in the last contest we did last year. Oh, that's right. I went. weighed in, and Jay and I went to the coffee cup and nice. had a full like egg breakfast. And I was like, I don't get pancakes that often, so I'm gonna try a couple pancakes, and they were cheap. And like, yeah. how big could these be? I ordered two of them, and I think actually maybe four, but all the plate. <laughs> just picked out. I mean, it was like a massive. It covered the whole plate. I'm like, ah, I did that diabetes. Yeah, I did yeah. that with uh, with the French toast I ordered on Sunday. I was uh, so they're like, I'm like, yeah, I'll just take an order of uh, French toast, and uh, they're like, well, how many slices? So I said three, and mm. I'm like, I'm thinking, but I'm thinking half slices. Like yeah. I'm just, I'm like, I would like three half slices, and. For some reason, that's that's where it's like, and then no, it's like three full pieces of bread. Oh yeah, and I was like, all right. <laughs> so I actually shared with uh, with my six year old who ate uh, an entire and uh, one whole all on his own. I was like, all right, Good buddy. Years. Yeah, yeah, way to grow. But those things, yeah, those things always stick the ribs. But uh, where I was going with that though is the fact that um, you know there were people that were actually like, oh, you did the contest. Oh, that's good. Like. Yeah, I feel like it's it's sort of it's a little bit of a best kept secret in town. I think it's you know it's like something that everybody sort of knows or has heard about is going on, but then sort of uh, forgets or doesn't quite realize what it is until like a they show. see the yeah until they see the shirts and they're like oh that's cool yeah that was going on so yeah so I mean that's kind of where I was let's I mean let's talk about your contest and uh, I mean well you did take first place what. What were you thinking? And I guess what was the, uh, so what was to you the hardest event uh, mm-hmm. for you? And and what was kind of going through your mind as you were kind of competing in that? The hardest event, uh, it was kind of a flip-flop for me. It was kind of weird. The Conan's Wheel was like the third time I've ever done it mm-hmm. in any contest or even in training. So that would have been, that was kind of my most feared Feared event. event, so that and was. The it feared. ended up being ended up being my probably second best next to the overhead press. I feel pretty confident with the overhead press and the Atlas Stones. Yeah, and any other medley like a carry and drag or tire flip. I love those events where you know average did good strength, but then at the same time where I'm athletic enough where I can pick up ground on some of the bigger guys. But uh, yeah, it was weird because I thought you know the Stones were going to be a really strong event, mm-hmm. which it weren't because it was really frustrating. You know, you get to I got to the 275 stone and. And at this contest, we weren't allowed to use tacky. So whenever we do maxed events or or any contests, we were allowed to use tacky. But this specific contest at Santamai, where we you use anything but uh, yeah. you use tacky towel. And some guys were taping up their arms, the reverse tape type the thing. The reverse and tape. Some, or and some tacky towel they have right now yeah. that's popular. But, uh, yeah, it, it kind of sucked. You know, got, yeah. you know, I ended up throwing up the first three, and then I got to the fourth one and, and didn't lift it up. So. Yeah, I will say. I mean, you know, that was that was kind of a big surprise um, for me, and I know uh, even Marco uh, was was kind of surprised by that because you know when when you've been working with you know someone like you and training and and when you're you're lifting uh, your own two hundred and you know forty and two hundred and seventy five pound stones here in the gym, you know, and you're just you know or seeing you do it, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, he's got this. Like this is you know mm-hmm. this is cake, and then you know all of a sudden you know I don't. I mean, it was you know weird just kind of seeing you um not getting it and you know and then of course seeing you getting frustrated about it you know and it's like <laughs> yeah, but it's like you know how do you coach someone through that moment like you know i mean that's kind of really challenging and you know and especially um you know like you know obviously we're cheering you on and you know uh respect you either way but i i i definitely could tell that after that was kind of one that bruised you a little bit oh yeah it was it was it was a big uh it was a big deal it sucked yeah, but you know, you train all that stuff all the time, and you know in your head, like, hey, I've done 300 pound, I th- I've done a 320 stone, right? Uh, but that's with loaded, so, loaded old tacky on it. But those were like fresh, fresh stones, and it's not very yeah. often that I've done anything heavier. Those just with chalk, a with baby, a smooth, like. with a smooth stone like that. There's not very many times I've done over 275. So that's a yeah. that's a big difference that, uh, that some of you viewer, uh, people that listening in can can realize is that the tacky that we put on our skin yeah. for these stones does a lot. Make I mean, a it's difference. the difference between like a bare 
uh, hand grip on a deadlift and using using wrist straps. Yeah. And that's basically the difference. So you can add on, you know, 30, 40 pounds to your... So that makes sense. You know, I, I noticed uh, when I was doing the stones, obviously having uh, that tape, you know, was definitely a bit of a big help. But, um, uh, you know, there's a couple of reasons why I, I did it, though. So there was the, um, you know, one, uh, because I knew it was going to help. But two, um, you know, I noticed that... It, a lot of other competitors in the novice division were also doing it. So I felt like, you know, being even playing field. Wanna try it out. You know, gotta yeah. gotta do it, gotta try it out, yeah. So but anyway, so I mean we're you know, I think uh, you know, we kind of agreed that the stones was um, you know, a bit rough for you. You said that uh the um the Conan's wheel was uh, where you were probably n- expecting not to do as great. You mm-hmm. did really well in that. What about the, um, I mean, the other events? Were you, how did you feel about some of the other events? Yeah, the uh, the medleys were great. I mean, the Conan's Wheel, I'd, last year I did only one round. I made the same mistake <clears throat> you did with having it too low to start with and having it at a height where I can lift it up and be in a tight position right away, tight lats, tight on my chest, and then kind of interlock my thumbs. I had some a couple pointers within the last year's time and this time to kind of improve on that, but... <clears throat> it was nice to be able to almost get four and a half laps when it, with it as, as opposed to just barely one lap last year. So it was kind of disappointing. It was also cold last year, too, but, you know, the weather was pretty similar. But, yeah, yeah the Conan's was, uh, was a huge improvement. It was really surprising. I needed that to kind of gain a little bit higher lead. Uh, but, yeah, the uh, the Farmers and the Keg Carry medley was, was great. I was really excited about that. I was also exhausted by that point, but I was kind of excited to be done, but excited to go to that to get to that uh that particular event because I knew I'd do well in it. Yeah, I love the moving events. the The farmers, the the tire flips are the two of my favorite events. And any kind of medley or carry medley is something I get excited about. Yeah, and you know I think what's uh, what I really liked about that medley was uh, I think the motivation was get it done because then you're done. Yep. Like there's no more <laughs> competing. There's no more. I mean, then you're just waiting around for you know, awards to be passed out and final tallying and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think you did really well on that. And, um, you know, what I think is interesting, too, is where even where it was a competitive race, so you were technically racing someone, I kind of kept it stuck in my head that I you're still just sort of racing the clock. You know, so, I mean, you got other competitors, and so just because that one guy beat you, you know, it doesn't mean that you're not going to, like, beat the other competitors you know because i don't know i guess i just sort of points and then overall just pr too i mean like you get excited about beating somebody but you always want to get a good time and get your personal best if you've done that same thing before yeah so what about you know i guess the the sportsmanship and uh you know what are your thoughts about you know how how it was kind of interacting with uh you know other other athletes other other gyms other um, you know, I guess being an outer towner, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you kind of, uh, what you had there was what you can expect at most contests. Everybody's really helpful, you know, whether it be lending out chalk or tacky or tape or wrist straps or even advice. So we guys are always talking in between events on mm-hmm. their, their story, their narrative of how they got started and where they were before and what they're doing and where they're training. Yeah. And it's kind of a cool, you know, way to advertise, you know, we had our T-shirts on, you know, from our gym, but then the other gyms had their their people and their yeah. their team competing, too. But at the same time, like I had a conversation with one of the other trainers at another gym in, in Stoughton. He's like, hey, we need to finally and I've known him for the last four years. Yeah. And he's finally like, hey, you know, we did we need to kind of train with each other and, you know, bounce off and, you know, have some fun, kind of create a Figure new spark in training and help each other out. And I think that's that's really cool. I mean, it's all I mean, it's not as competitive really that way. You know, just a couple guys getting stronger, and I think yeah. that you can help his clients that way, and I can help mine. It's not—I mean, we're not they're like we're just well, down even, the road competing for clients, but but think about this, right? Cool. I mean, if if this is kind of you know, I mean, I know this was sort of a this is sort of kind of an experimental kind of piece, you know. I mean, I know um, it's it's not the main focus of of your business per se, but you know, I mean. What if, I mean, it could be really cool to even, you know, end up, you know, if you got a team of people and, you know, they regularly have a team of people, you know, so why not be able to, you know, you know, every couple of months or something, even even before the regular big contest that 
take place, you know, being able to get together and, you know, compete against each other, sort of like a scrimmage. Like a of pre- sorts. Yeah, like a yeah. scrimmage. You go to each other's gyms and you try out yeah. their equipment just to mix it up. Yeah. Like that, that'll turn into, I mean, we have, we'll have a lot of different ideas. We talked about that before too, but like even Jimmy and his gym down in, in Stoughton, and some other guys down there too, but like, yeah, I mean, there's always different ideas everybody has, and shots I think fired, that's cool. calling yeah, it yeah. out. Uh oh, yeah, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh, putting so, it out there. Yep. <laughs> so I think it'd be cool. I mean, that's always. I mean, it's a part of, you know, the business is fun to run, but at the same time, you gotta. Well, you gotta uh, have some. It's not fun. always not always competing, but it's just more of like just having fun and I mean, learning some things that you right. probably wouldn't know, you know, and helping each other out. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's kind of right. I mean that's kind of the thing about networking and being in you know uh, industry specific groups. You know, is because then you get to you know you're not really competing with each other. You're all in it together, and you're able to kind of help and generate new ideas and kind of push things further. Right? I mean, rather than you know saying like you know this is my pile of stuff and <laughs> I'm the only one that can play with my pile of stuff. You know, These are my tractors. Yeah, you know it's always more fun <laughs> when you share the tractors and you know everybody plays and you know lifts them up or pushes them or pulls them for example. But yeah, no, I mean, I think the overall, the contest was great. I thought it was really impressive at how, um, how welcoming, uh, people were. You could definitely tell the people that were either, um, kind of insecure and, you know, just as new, you know, and then there were, I would say there were a few people there that were sort of, uh, you know, maybe selfishly competing and, and didn't really, want to socialize outside of their, you know, their team a bit or whatever. And, um, and I'm not calling anybody out or pointing elbows or names at anybody, but, uh, Corey doesn't like to talk to people. So, (laughs) (laughs) yep, it was me. (laughs) No, but you know, obviously I, you know, I think the other thing is that, you know, some people in competitive, you know, sport, they get in their head and that's just where they're at is, you know, in their head and focused on competing and stuff. But, uh, overall, I, I would say that the, the strongman community, uh, ha- certainly, uh, especially the one in Stoughton, uh, impressed me uh, very much at how uh, welcoming they were. And, um, you know, it wasn't even so even even when things didn't go well, it was like, you know, uh, oh, hey, you know what? You know, you did really good. You, you pushed your best. You know, you did your best. And, um, you know, and th- very uplifting and very encouraging. So. I think that's phenomenal, and you know, if if that's kind of what's going on in other sports industries, I mean, that's that's a huge positive right there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it does not remind me of you know uh, my little league soccer, but that's a completely different thing. Yeah, we're not <laughs> out there to win. I mean, we're out there to win trophies potentially, but it's not yeah. like you're winning a scholarship or you're doing it for your team and your school anymore. It's not you don't get a cash prize. It's all just guys, you know, getting together. I think it's and having fun for you know for themselves. Having fun, little getting a little street cred, and uh, and uh, getting a cool T-shirt at the end of it. Oh yeah, <laughs> love those. Yeah, I love the T-shirts. So what are so okay? So let's talk about for you. Uh, you know, I kind of rattled off a laundry list of things that uh, I'm already thinking about and wanting to work on, and um, you know, for the next contest because um, I think there is a next contest. So what is what about you? I mean, what are you kind of thinking about? I mean, as far as Competing? Are you are you thinking you're automatically going ranger? I do have, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I did talk about that too. But anyway, I always liked the the idea of being fit and strong at the same time. I liked uh, like to be able to say like, hey, I can run a five k and you know around twenty minutes, and also you know squat and deadlift around five hundred. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of one of those things where you have those goals in the back of your head, but at the same time, strongman is so it's so fun. And it's also really necessary to train specific to it too, because you can get hurt. And it's a, right. I mean, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of time into it. But I do actually have a, a spot up on the board on the far end. I didn't, I never showed you yet on the other room, but ah. uh, I, I, it's kind of a list of events that are going on in the last couple of months. So there's, okay, uh, might be a quick turnaround, but June third next weekend is Forge Gym. Uh, there's a couple, oh. a couple uh, push pull powerlifting meets. Okay. Uh, right now, for I guess one of my goals is just to get back in and, and create just some overall body, you know, upper body, lower body strength. Sure. Uh, as you, you'll you know, too, as you get more into strongman and stuff, uh, a lot of the events kind of stick with you longer. And when you hit them for a couple of weeks, that's enough to polish up and you're ready to go. But like the yeah. biggest thing, yeah, I threw a couple of push-pull meets in there. And then October, for sure, at Primal, at Jimmy's Gym. Yeah. Is one that I'd like to do next. Uh, maybe between that's... there at late July, August, I heard about something down in Illinois, but I'm going to I'm gonna look at that, too, and see. Nice. Yeah, I think uh, that's definitely um, 
on my list uh, is, is definitely to kind of train towards uh, October. I think that would be perfect. And if there's something else in there, I think it's a little bit easier too now, like, you know, especially with continued training and kind of knowing what, you know, mentally preparing and kind of, I think, you know, being able to jump into an event in July or August or whatever, I mean, would be easier to do now than, I mean, I know you had one in uh, April that you did uh, before uh, this one and you were like, hey, you could get in this and do this. And I was, I think I was just not mentally ready at that, you know, and, and then of course seeing there were a lot of big guys at that one. So yeah. to be like, hey, I'm just like, yeah, it probably would have been a little bit more intimidating, but I think uh, I think this one was a was a good one to start with, and and uh, now I'm just ready to rock and roll and keep going. I mean, I think it was like um, I know I was done, and even kind of going back to talking to Marco, we were both after the contest, even sort of like pumped up, where we were like, and I think it's probably just the adrenaline from doing the contest was like, all right, we could do another event, like. You, we should go find some tires. Like, let's go flip some tires or something. Yeah, oh yeah. You know? Like, let's do one more kind of thing. So, it was. I mean, that's perfect the way you started it because uh, uh, I couldn't have done it any better too. Because you know what? Besides watching on TV, I jumped in my first contest. You actually yeah. got and experienced and watched and was the, the guy that actually sat back and experienced it. Right. And then you went and competed. So you kind of had these visuals in your head, an idea some, like how to yeah you know, how to prep yourself, how to warm up, and how long it actually takes in between. Con- you know. And, different lifts and events and that was right. good yeah it was rocking i thought it was great so i mean i'm i'm ready to do it again and uh and get back in the gym and uh and start uh start doing some training again and uh and kind of refocusing and kind of figuring out how we how we go forward and uh and uh make make strongman lifting great again yeah it's it's perfect <laughs> too you know i'm excited too because uh i'll throw in some new stuff in for you guys and you know, as well as myself uh, to kind of both, you know, have fun with different training modalities and then number two to understand, like, as I've watched you guys compete, mm-hmm. know what to kind of add in for the training to make it better experience and better kind of turnout for you guys. So I'm excited to start the next phase of uh, our program. Level two. Yes. And go. Begin. <laughs> we get better to the strong man. Yeah. Like so, uh, all right. So kind of wanted to shift gears slightly here and uh, mention – uh, a, f- a few things about my sp- summer fitness challenge I kind of yeah. noted in the beginning here so uh, so here's the time where I kind of introduce a coupon code for you guys that are listening oh. to gain a discount for signing up so uh, like I mentioned earlier I do a summer spring and um, a fall fitness challenge at Digma Fitness so I kind of incorporate everybody in the gym to have fun with and those outside the gym to have fun with and and yeah. stuff like that so this time is a little bit different. Uh, instead of one exercise that you do multiple times throughout the week, uh, at the end of June, the 26th through 30th, uh, there's going to be a new challenge that I'll introduce and post at 5 a.m. Central Time each day. So you don't know what the next day's challenge is until the next day that I post. Until 5 o'clock. So, yep, so I'll post it on the DF Challenge page on Facebook, Digman Fitness page in, in Facebook, and if you don't see them, if you're not involved with Facebook, uh, I'll also post it on digmanfitness.com under Fun Fitness Challenge. So if you're on that cool. page, if you're on my website, it's on the top toggle. You'll see Fun Fitness Challenge. I have an introductory video on there. Um, I also have a blog, and my blog page explains it, and along with the introductory video on that page, uh, what's going on, how you can sign up, and stuff like that. So Nice. So uh, <clears throat> that kicks off when? Uh, June 26th, Okay, June <clears throat> 5 a.m. until that Friday evening. I'll say 9 p.m. Yeah. is the last opportunity you can get to – to upload your video to uh, the challenge pages on uh, Facebook or, again, like those people that don't have Facebook, then they can upload it and have it as an unlisted video on YouTube if you don't want other people to see it Mm -hmm. and send it to me at Corey at DigmanFitness.com. Just send the link right over. So the coupon code is DFFITCHALLENGE17. So DFFITCHALLENGE17. So you just email me that, and then I, I get you a discount after you sign up. Perfect. And uh, and what is the discount? The discount is fifty uh, percent off. Ooh! So rolling it big. Wow! Yes. So big, for not for members in to get fit, and so so then I want to mention too. I mentioned on the introductory uh, video on if you if you if you go onto the website um, for those that are within the Digman Fitness community radius and they sign up, they mm-hmm. get to train for free during that week. So if you signed up, the sign up fee for members is thirty dollars for non-member. I'm sorry. 
for members is twenty dollars, for non-members is thirty dollars. So for okay. both my online community at Regeneration, and for members at the gym, you're able to compete, and for non-members, you're able to compete and join us in our group training times at, at Dig That's Fitness. That's awesome. So not only so okay, so wait a minute, so just the, the, uh, okay, so one fitness challenge week starts June twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. And so you got to get registered. What's the deadline for the registration? Registration is, uh, what was that, Monday we start, so that Friday before. Okay, so the Friday yep. before. And 23rd, I believe, 24th. Yep, 23rd. 23rd. Yep. So, so June 23rd is the deadline, but you got a promo code that you can use to get 50% off of that, mm-hmm. either membership on the member side or on uh, the, um, the non-member side. Yep. But if you're a non-member and you've always wanted to come and kind of check out the gym and get in and see what group trainings are like, that week you can actually come in, train, and do the challenge in the gym. Because essentially that's what the, what the group training is going to be, right, is mm-hmm. doing the challenge. Yep. So you can come into the gym, kind of get to see the gym if you're local and around here. And uh, otherwise, um, wow, that is an awesome, awesome deal. Now, is there so okay? So there's an entry fee, and then what is there? A so prize? here's the yeah. So here's oh, the okay. here's the big deal here now. Okay. So it's kind of a, a thing I'm sort of kind of teaming up with uh, Stacy Hartman through Enjoy Vacationing, as uh, a friend of mine that uh, helps people enjoy vacations. She books it for them. That's she right. everything from cruises to destination stuff. So if you're not I'm having the opportunity the beach, to, you know, for people to compete, this is, is going to obviously be competitive. So. You know, yeah. the more people you have signed up with you, the more you know, more fun you can have with it. But the the whole entire pot of the sign up goes towards the winner. So okay. if you have thirty, fifty people, that whole sign up amount goes towards mm-hmm. the winner, and that winner can use it towards any any vacation towards, through Stacy's. Yeah. So you're not. I'll make it clear: you're not going to win a vacation of choice. It's just whatever is in the pot that is your discount towards whatever vacation you want. So right. it could be as little as a Chicago weekend, and or. Uh, or Lake Geneva, or it could yep. be, you know, maybe down to Florida. Or it could be, yeah, mm-hmm. or it could be a weekend getaway in Las Vegas if uh, if that's uh, if that's in the cards. Or I mean, even just thinking about it, if, I mean, you get a get enough people, right? I mean, if it's twenty to thirty dollars, you get you know, ten people in. That's three hundred dollars. That's you know, that's typically an airline ticket, you know, for you know somewhere to like Las Vegas or mm-hmm. um, you know some convenient place like that. So. Uh, and there's a lot you can do with that. So uh, that is huge, and that is super awesome. So there you go. The fitness challenge, you get to be fit. Uh, you know, you get to uh, come in to the gym. You get to uh, – you're just breaking down barriers on this. You, you get to come <laughs> in – opportunity to win uh, Everybody a, loves a vacation, essentially. Um, and if we get enough people into that and then um, – so it could be it could be large or small depending on how many people get in. Yep. Um, you don't need to be a member. If you're not a member, you can come into the gym and work out that week, check yep. things out, be a part of the for just the, the entry group, fee, just for the entry fee. And there's uh, no hidden fees, no hidden anything. It's just a simple entry yeah. fee, and you're in. And talk about <laughs> um, awesome being able to um, do something fun and exciting for the summer, and. Excuse me, and I'm I'm also thinking along the lines of you know just getting fit, staying active, and uh, you know just doing something fun that's different and trying something new and being able to check out the gym and try that out and mm-hmm. uh, compete against your friends. I mean, get your friends involved and compete and have a good old time. Yeah, it's great. I'm excited. Hut hut hike. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do it. It's a great time of year to get moving. I'm looking forward to it. Just in time. Just in time for beach season, right? Yes. Beach body. <laughs> beach guns. Hashtag gun show. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. So uh, thanks, you guys, for joining our Everyday Strongman podcast. Thanks for Shane and Dr. Alex for joining us. Learned a lot about the business in chiropractic that i never seen or never kind of experienced before. Uh, again, thanks, uh, Shane, for sharing your experience with our first strongman contest. Yes. Ooh, showing off the guns here. You can't yeah. see it, but I'm showing off the guns right now. Yes, we're, we're gun showing right now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if you, any of you guys want to check out anything and everything that we do within the gym to get ready for your first strongman, or whether or not be, you know, if you don't get into strongman, we, we still get strong, we still get fit in here for your everyday strongman life. So that's what we, we kind of get out of it here. You can do any kind of squat push up at any level to get you strong for your everyday life. That's the, the basis of the Everyday Strongman podcast. So check us out on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, 
Instagram. I'm always uh, posting a lot of different tips and tricks and fun things about fitness and, and Digna Fitness in general. So uh, no committed one-month trial. So that's all on the website also. And uh, check us out, uh, obviously, this next month, too, for our, our, our summer fitness challenge. It's going to be great. Boom. I like it. 